Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Hope you are having a great day today. I want to give a special shout-out to my good friend, Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, you know I love you. And I want to thank our lead sponsor of this show, Highmark. What a great company they are. And two other sponsors, AudioEye and Covestro. You know, that means so much because it helps us do what we're doing. And Thank you around the world, Japan, Ireland. Uh, I've been seeing all the listeners I have, and I just want you to know I think about you. I'm happy to have you. Thank you so much, and to my friends in South Korea. So with that, what a show we have today. One of my very favorite people that I just think so highly of, and that is the president and CEO of the United States Business Leadership Network, a true champion for people with disabilities and the business world. Welcome to the show, Jill Houghton. Thank you, Joyce Bender. It is such an honor to to join you on your show, and uh, you're one of my my favorite people and uh, also one of my most important mentors. So thank you for this opportunity. Oh, well, as you can see, the feelings are mutual uh, from the two of us, but, you know, thanks for being with us. So let's start talking about you. Jill, how did you first become involved in disability advocacy? Well, I grew up in a rural community in Kansas, and I have a learning disability. Uh, I took the law school entrance exam, and I did horrible. So we had the family convention, uh, and plan A was to go to Washington, D.C. and get an internship and work for a senator. And growing up in Kansas, my senator was Senator Bob Dole. And it was during the Americans with Disabilities Act. So when I went there and I had that experience, uh, it propelled me forward to go and to begin to work in the employment arena, and honestly, the first person I ever worked with was a young woman who had Down syndrome, and I helped her get a job, and when I saw what employment meant to her, I never looked back. Wow. Wow, and that's that's what got you on this road, um, which I know you know how employment is such an issue for all people with disabilities, but... Um, I feel you're making a difference, and the one of the ways is with this organization we're going to talk about for a minute um, that I love very much, and that would be the U.S. Business Leadership Network, known as the USBLN. Um, how about if you tell our listeners, Jill, what is the USBLN, um, and you know what is the size? What do you do there? Uh, what, what, what are you trying to accomplish? And companies that get involved, why do you think they get involved? We are a movement that is based on the premise that business responds to their peers. So in other words, if a company is doing something that's good for business, 
then their peer wants to know what it is and they want to do it better. So at our core, we unite business around disability inclusion in the workplace, in the supply chain, and in the marketplace. And in a country where, you know, I don't have to tell you this, in a country where one in five Americans have a, have a disability, it's not, it's not just right to be inclusive, it's, uh, it's smart business. Um, to, to include people with disabilities in the fabric of everything that you do. Uh, the USBLN, we, we're growing. Uh, we've got over 130 corporate partners at this time, spanning more than 25 industries. And collectively, uh, we represent almost 50 affiliates around the U.S. And um, that co- collectively means that we represent more than 5,000 businesses. Wow. Wow. Well, I know that since, you know, Jill, I remember years and years ago when I, I mean, this is a long time ago. I went to this USBLN meeting in Washington, D.C. It was so small. And I remember people saying, why can't we get more people uh, to join? And now look at it now. And my hat is off to you because I believe your leadership has been absolutely instrumental in how much the organization has grown. So, and so that everyone's listening to the show, you know, I stopped being involved for a while, uh, and Jill came, and Jill came to me and Tony, uh, and it is because of Jill I got involved again, and she has rocked it. This, this conference is just so awesome. Everyone I know that goes, Jill, they love it. They love being there. And speaking of that, you have a conference coming to Florida in the very near future. So uh, tell us, what happens at the conference? When is the conference? And if anyone's listening to the show right now, individual or a company, can they still attend? So... Absolutely. This year's conference theme, I I love this theme. It's disability, a catalyst for innovation. And it's going to take place August 21st through the 24th in Orlando, Florida at the JW Marriott Grand Lakes. People can still register uh, if you go to www.conference.usbln.com. Dot org, and I am so excited to tell you that we are expecting 1,200 corporate leaders, actually from around the world, because some of them will be coming from outside the U.S. This is really the place where I got to tell you, and you know this better than anybody, at the USBLN conference, we have something for everybody. We're there to provide knowledge and confidence for, for business so that they can come together and really learn from each other and take what they learn back to their companies and ingrain disability into their culture and into everything that they do. There are, uh, the, the conference tracks are workplace, supply chain, marketplace, rising leaders, professional development, and we added a technology track this year, thanks to Microsoft. It re- we really, My son. you know, I, I got to tell you, one of the things that happened, in addition to 
providing an opportunity for companies to learn, they can come and interact with rising leaders who are college students and recent graduates because we've got a rising leadership academy that occurs at the same time as the conference. And people can come and hire on the spot. In addition to that, people can come, bring your supplier diversity, bring your buyers, bring your procurement team, and come and do business with certified disability-owned businesses. So USBLN Conference is the place where it's at, and in the last three years, we've grown almost 80%. Wow. 80%. I mean, Jill, I noticed when I was there that the companies, they don't just go. They're also enthusiastic about all of this. Don't you agree? I, d- I do agree, and I'll tell you, we see over time, I love it when I meet a company and they're there for the first time, and maybe they bring a, a team of two people, and, and they, then they come and they whisper in my ear and they say, oh, this was amazing. We're going to take this knowledge, we're going to go back to our company, and we're going we're, we're we're to make conscious efforts. We're going to hire people with disabilities. We're going to come back next year. We're going to bring a bigger team, and we're going to tell our story. And I can think of countless companies that have done that. And there are some companies that fast forward to today bring teams of 30 to 50 people from their companies, and they use the conference as the place to develop their plan for disability inclusion for what they're going to do for the year. Yeah, and you, uh, at the BLM, we have great speakers from different corporations and panels and breakout sessions. And all I can tell you is the energy level is always so high. I mean, hopefully you'll have enough seats this year, Jill. Well, my team's getting a little nervous because we, we, we're growing. But, but you know what? We can always make room because we're one big family and we, we want to grow this family. So, you know, we will always find ways to accommodate. Well, how many people did you say are attending right now? We are planning for 1,200 in attendance. Oh, my And last goodness. year we were at 1,000. Oh, my goodness. So you know this, everyone. The year before... She actually had to turn people away. I mean, this is how big it is. I mean, if you're listening, anyone you know in business, you've got to tell them because it is awesome. When's the date again, Jill? August 21st through the 24th in Orlando, Florida. Okay, and what is the website? www.conference.usbln.com. Dot org, O-R-G. Okay, you got it, folks. Um, and with that, hey, we're going to go to break for a minute. If you just joined us, we're talking to the president and CEO of the USBLN, Jill Houghton. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Since 1985, Vendor Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Vendor assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Vendor services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.vendorconsult.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. If you just joined us, today our guest is Jill Houghton, the president and CEO of the USBLN. And, you know, the USBLN, Jill, you know, one thing I've noticed, this is so awesome, but federal contractors, huge companies, have actually become competitive about different things. And one of those things is the Disability Equality Index, because I will even have people call me and say, don't tell anyone, but we're going to get 100. And, and then, of course, they're all bummed out if they're only an 80 or a 70. So what is the Disability Equality Index? This is maybe one of the most meaningful things that we're involved in, and it's a joint initiative with the American Association of People with Disabilities, AAPD. And it's a really, it's a beautiful partnership because AAPD is the grassroots entity, as you know well, that's there to to, um, support people with disabilities and be that voice. Um, And then we bring to the table... The, the business representation. So together, our two organizations have created this free benchmarking tool that's really there to help business get an objective score on their disability inclusion policies and practices. Um, you know, we're in our third year, so we've been at this for three years, 
And uh, I am so excited to tell you that this year we've experienced 32% growth uh, uh, over last year in terms of the number of companies that are participating and utilizing this tool to really drive and advance their disability inclusion across their companies. Now, I, this was mirrored uh, after HRC or the, disability, the uh, LGBT community, is that right? A hundred percent. So HRC has been an incredible partner and really um, modeled after the Corporate Equality Index. Um, you know, we were inspired by them, by, by the work that they've done to really help corporate America move the needle for LGBT people. And so, you know, inspired by HRC and, and with their assistance, we've been able to create the Disability Equality Index. And it's, you know, it's really more than a score. It's really intended to be a tool to help companies look across the business. So, you know, you could hear a, a big company, for example, that says, you know, we've always wanted to get into e-commerce and start talking about the accessibility of technology, but we haven't had, you know, an effective way to do that. And utilizing this tool, we've been able to create a cross-functional team across the business and go into parts of the company and raise the topic of disability inclusion and begin to move the needle. Now, let me ask you, Jill, for the corporation, like what would be a benefit? Like I'm a person with a disability, uh, I'm looking for employment. What, What would be some of the benefits here? So, you know, I think as a person with a disability, I want to know what companies are invested in doing better. I want to know what companies are committed to disability inclusion. And then, I, you know, I want to go and I want to work there. I want to be part of that, part of that company. I want to spend my money there. I want to shop there. Um, uh, and so these companies, the companies that participate, we, we, we rate them, and we only uh, publicize the ones that score an 80 or above. Um, and, you know, even for the companies that score 100, it does not mean that they're perfect. But what it does mean is that they're committed to being a top company for people with disabilities. And so as a person with a disability, I want to know who those companies are. I also want to know when I see a company that's missing, why aren't they participating? And right, that's a very good point. Very good point. And you know, if you're out there and you're trying to attract talent, you have this untapped labor pool. It's called people with disabilities. And I know there's talent wars that are going on. So you want to be able to attract the best of the best. And this disability equality index really says so much. And when Jill mentioned about, oh, okay, where am I going to shop? Where am I going to spend my money? Trust me. If there is a person with significant disability, there's a mother, father, wife or husband, children, aunt, uncle, it's a whole nucleus. And they know. They know from that person. They know the companies that are involved are doing the right thing. And whether it's, you know, uh, food, 
you know, insurance, Highmark, I don't care what it is, it has an impact. Don't ever underestimate the impact that that has uh, because I've seen it myself. So, Jill, you know, I'm really proud to say that I am a disability-owned business enterprise. One of the first, I say that proudly, uh, which is a certification from the USBLN. Can you talk about that and also explain to our listeners not only what that means and, like, you know, it's not just that one day someone says, hey, I want to be a disability owned business enterprise. I mean, it's a very professional and credible process. So could you talk about that um, and, and then why you think that's important? Well, first of all, let me say thank you for taking the leap and becoming one of the first certified disability-owned businesses. And I think that this is an important thing for our community to know about because certification um, gets, gets businesses access to supplier diversity. And supplier diversity was created to try to help economically disadvantaged groups like women and minorities get a seat at the table and grow economic opportunity as entrepreneurs. And we know that being an entrepreneur is a form of employment, right? And so when supplier diversity came about in the 60s, it was minorities. And then in the 70s, it was women. And then more recently, they added LGBT. Well, we as people with disabilities and as business owners, we also need to have a seat at the table. And so what does it mean to be uh, what we call Adobe, a disability-owned business enterprise? It means that it's a, a business that is 51% owned, operated, controlled, and managed by a person or persons with disabilities, and it is for for-profit businesses. Uh, in terms of what does it give you, you know, getting certified doesn't mean that you're guaranteed a contract. But what it does mean is that it gives you access to resources to, to help you expand your understanding of, you know, competing for contracts, learning about corporate procurement processes. Uh, it also means that we, the USBLN, are going to go out and advocate on your behalf as a national organization to actively get corporate America to include disability-owned businesses, as well as we work with governors, we work with cities, and we want disability-owned businesses to have a seat at the table. So, for example, last Thursday, we were in the city of New York because we're working with New York City because we want people with disabilities to have a seat at the table. Lastly, I would say to you, we would not exist. This certification would not exist if it were not for our partnership with the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce and entities like the Women's Business Enterprise National Council. Those are the certifying bodies for LGBT and women, and both of them took us under their wing, and we continue to work together. So, again, another great example of how when we work outside of disability and we work in partnership across diversity, we can all do better when we work together. Yeah, and Jill, if I'm right, aren't there um, aren't there some states moving in this direction uh, with set asides? A hundred percent. We've got uh, the governor of Massachusetts 
issued an executive order and recognizes the U.S. BLM certification. We've got the governor of Pennsylvania who issued an executive order and recognizes the U.S. BLM certification. We've had a bill dropped in New York and we've had a bill dropped in New Jersey and we're working with New York City and we're working with the Jersey Shore. Uh, so we're out there. We're out there every day pounding the pavement to wor- work to get disability-owned businesses, a seat at the table alongside women and minorities, and we work in partnership with the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce because we fly together. We want LGBT and disability included at the same time. And I want to also send a shout-out to uh, Patricia, who um, has done a fabulous job. She has done a fabulous job with the USBLN, uh, with the Dobie part, and I really appreciate all of her work. And I want to say one other thing. You know, many people with disabilities do go into entrepreneurship, and sometimes, sadly, it's because they can't find employment, so they say, fine, I'm going to create my own employment. But if you're listening to the show right now, and you are an entrepreneur, and you are uh, a person with a disability that owns the business, you really, really need to look into this. And, Joel, if someone is listening and they would be interested, what do they do? What's the next step? So I think one of the, the easiest things to do is go to usbln.org and click on the Disability Supplier Diversity Program. There's a lot of information there. Or you could email a woman named Cami Turcott, uh, Cami, C-A-M-I, at usbln.org. She'll answer your questions. She'll walk you through the process. She's there 24-7 to help business owners get certified and to leverage your certification so that it can help you grow your business. And I want to say one other thing. At the conference, Jill, under her leadership, it really is, uh, there's really a focus on highlighting the disability-owned business enterprises that are there, but not only that, encouraging all the companies there to take time to meet with them, and there is even a, uh, I'll compare it to a matchmaker-type event, where you are meeting for a short time period with, uh, you know, whoever's in procurement from all these different companies. So what I'm saying is it isn't that you'll go there and you're just in the back of the room and, you know, there's no involvement. There is a lot of involvement. It's good for your business. So, you know, if you're listening, you need to, you really need to get involved with this. I can tell you. It's very worthwhile. And with that, hey, we're going to go to a break for a minute. We're talking to Jill Houghton, the president and CEO of the USBLN, such a great organization. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back with Jill. News. 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 News.
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, everyone. We are talking to a superstar, rock star, Jill Houghton from the USBLN. A little thing I wanted to point out to you is if you know someone and you know they would want to hear this show, remember, all the shows are archived at BenderConsult.com and VoiceAmerica.com. And do you know the listening audience is so big going to those archives? So remember, anyone you know that you think would be interested, whether it's in the BLN or becoming a disability-owned business enterprise, tell them to go to the website and hear the show. Bender Consult. BenderConsult.com. Hey, Jill, we have another great, you have so many programs, look at this, we have so many great programs, (laughs) but another program I hear about, I got to tell you, I'll talk to a major, a big federal contractor, like, you know, 50,000 employees or more, and they'll say to me, I don't know if you know this, but we're we're in going for the gold, like, you know, a, a medal of honor. So what is going for the gold? What is that? You know, based on who we are, I mean, we're a business-to-business network. So this is really a a network of companies that are committed to to really setting some some lofty hiring goals and to helping each other. So they're part of a a cohort, if you will. Um, We've brought companies into this three different times. Uh, at, at, you know, we've grown it kind of slowly over time. So cohort one was six companies and then we added another three and then we just recently added another six. So we have a total of 15 companies that are part of this project. Um, I should point out that it's funded by the Poses Family Foundation, the Mayan Stanley Smith Charitable Trust and the Institute for Career Development, as well as each of these participating companies. 
is helping to support this project. And it's really intended to help these companies become more disability inclusive <clears throat> over time. And I, I'll tell you that the, uh, the first two cohorts that have been at it now for about uh, uh, the first one four years and the second one uh, going on the second year collectively have increased their hiring by over 600%. Wow. Amazing. That is amazing. So these companies, they uh, participate in this program really because they want to be like the stellar company in this area. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and then they're, you know, they're utilizing the different things that we have to offer. So they may choose to utilize the Disability Equality Index. A lot of them are doing business with disability-owned businesses like Bender Consulting. You know, um, because we're not there to source talent. We're there to help connect them with resources. Um, they may be hiring from our Rising Leaders Program or, or serving as mentors. You know, we're there to connect them with a wide variety of resources, as well as resources with partner organizations that we partner with, folks like like Kathy West Evans at the National Employment Team, et cetera, you know, really trying to be that bridge and help people help themselves. Yeah, well, that that is, to me, just, you know, it's like beyond the Disability Equality Index. It's sort of like, okay, this isn't enough. We want to do more. Um, and it's such a prestigious uh, program. So uh, an, another great thing you're doing, Jill. But here's one of my favorite things. I know you know, Jill, I'm all about young people with disabilities. As a matter of fact, I just came back from Wichita from Envision where I spoke to all these high school students who are people who are blind. And, like, it was just unbelievable, so impactful. And you have a program called the Rising Leaders Program that, to me, is one of the treasures of the USBLN. Could you explain that to our listeners, Jill? So, first of all, the Rising Leaders Program is run by a rock star rising leader herself, Carrie Gray. Yeah, um, she agreed. Is amazing. <laughs> um, and this program really prepares college students with disabilities, service-disabled veterans, recent graduates that, that are in the STEM field, um, for meaningful, you know, careers through, through mentoring and through networking. And so it's a real interactive six-month experience um, with a lot of touch points in between. And then it culminates with the Rising Leadership Academy at our conference. And for many of these students or recent graduates, this is their really their first professional conference. And they're having the opportunity to come and network, not only with each other and with business leaders, but also with professionals with disabilities. People like our board chair, Jenny LaFleury, who's the chief accessibility officer at Microsoft, but oh, by the way, she's deaf. And so they have the opportunity to see that the sky is the limit in terms of what they can accomplish in their careers. Yeah, and... Last year, I remember like 30 or 40 of them, I forget how many offers were made right there on the spot. 
Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I, I I can't forget that Northrop Grumman came in and they, you know, they doubled down and and they hired on the spot. And there's a lot of companies because we're that business to business network uh, who are who are vying to hire more uh, this year. So I, I'll just take one side note and say, like, for me, what it's all about is like there was a young woman there last year who was a graduate of Gallaudet University, who'd never had a job in her life, who wanted to be a pharmacy technician, who had the experience, who had the opportunity to network with several corporations who were competing for her. Like, they all wanted to hire her. And she ended up taking a job and started immediately following our conference on October 24th, a date that's ingrained in my brain, with CVS Health. Um, that's what it's all about. And, and so now we want to continue to stay engaged with her because someday she's going to turn around and be able to pay it forward for someone who was in her boat. So, you yeah. know, it's all about, you know, that paying it forward, right? You know that right. all too well. Yeah, and you know what? When you tell this story, I, I can't help but think about my recent trip to South Korea, where I met with this beautiful young woman, highly educated, she was a wheelchair user, that went to college to become a pharmacist. And she said, I thought hard work in college would be enough, but she could not even get an interview for two years. And when she finally did get a position, it was some administrative position at a pharmacy. And finally she has moved into the real world of pharmacy. You know, we have so much to be thankful for here, but yet we too have a long way to go. Uh, and that's a good example. This woman, young girl, didn't have a job. Go someplace and people are fighting over her. What could be better than that? I mean, that is so awesome, Jill. That's awesome. Well, Jill, you know one of my... Um, mentors, heroes, champions, like a brother to me, is former Congressman Tony Coelho. And so I wanted you to talk a little bit about how he is involved with the USBLN. Well, you know, we would not exist. This movement would have never been born had it not been for former Congressman Tony Coelho. I mean, Tony, when he was serving as the chair of what used to be the President's Committee on the Employment of People with Disabilities, had the, the, the fortitude, had, a, had the foresight to know that business has the power to hire and that we need to build the demand side of the equation because we know we got lots of supply, right? We got lots of people who can and want to work. But we need to build the demand so that companies are hiring. So thus, he gave birth under his leadership at the President's Committee to start the Business Leadership Network movement. And in fact, I've gone out and done some you know, historical research and found some of the speeches that he made when he was giving birth to this. And he said, you know, this is a movement. And, 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 you know, we've got to start building this movement because we need to build the demand because that has the power to drive the, the change, to, 
to decrease the unemployment and the underemployment of people with disabilities. And so really it's, it's under Tony's leadership and he's continued to be involved. He's been an incredible advocate, friend, and mentor to the USBLN, and I will be forever grateful to Tony Coelho. Yes, and you know, I had the great honor of being on the President's Committee when all of this happened. Um, the subgroup that he started that then turned into the Business Leadership Network, and when Tony was the chair under President Clinton, he was all about one thing, and that was jobs, and he knew he could not get jobs unless we worked in the business community, and that was really his foresight because he used to say at every meeting, don't talk to me about anything uh, but jobs, and as you know, Jill, we still have a long way to go. I know you're making a uh, significant dent here, but your thoughts, why do you think we have this extremely high unemployment? I mean, honestly, I think we still have a lot more work to do. Um, And that's why I'm personally so committed to the work that we do at the USBLN because we've got to continue to educate. We've got to educate business from the top down and all around that hiring people with disabilities is, you know, is, is a good thing. It is an important thing. Um, and, and, and in addition to that, I think we also have to work with companies. They can have the greatest strategies in the world, but if they're not working to build an inclusive culture, I mean, companies, people with disabilities, we have to be safe to be who we are, right, to own our disability, to be out, to be proud, to be, bring our whole selves to work and to ask for what we need in order to succeed, in order to, to be able to thrive. And so we have a lot more work to do, quite frankly, and that's why I'm excited about the USBLN and the work that we're doing in partnership with folks like, like you and Bender Consulting. Well, you know, the thing I love about all of this is that um, it really is about the bottom line. And when you're at the USBLN, that's something you get across. It really is about the bottom line. And, you know, it's not a charity. When you hire people with disabilities, it's not a charity. It's just good business sense for the organization. You know, people with disabilities don't, don't want pity. They want paychecks. They want to work. They want to contribute. And they can. And they will be there. And they value work. And hopefully, if more companies will get involved with organizations like the USBLN, we could start to at least educate. You know, the first step is to educate for people to understand and to destroy the myths that exist. Um, and, and that's one good thing that I like about the USBLN, that it does educate um, and that you see so many people with disabilities there. Uh, you know, I mean, that's another great part of the whole thing. It isn't that it's like a segregated event. After all, you heard Jill just talk about all the disability-owned business enterprises that are part of the USBLN. But Tony always knew The jobs are where? With the business, not with 
a provider. You know, you've got to get with the business. So I'm with you, Jill. What he did is remarkable. It really is. Uh, And I, too, will be forever uh, indebted. So, Jill, over the past year, what has been the USBLN's greatest accomplishment? That is such a great question because, man, I got a lot of answers. But I'll tell you, if I had to pick one thing, I would say that I am most proud of the fact that since the inception of our Rising Leaders Program, that over 85% of these college students and recent graduates are employed. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we're here to to unite business and to get business to teach each other. But what we, you know, what we're driven by at our core is the inclusion of people with disabilities. And, you know, knowing that in the U.S. and really around the world that the labor force participation rate of people with disabilities is much less than that of people without disabilities, we have a lot of work to do. So anytime, you know, an, an action that we take at the USBLN impacts that, that's the thing that I'm the most proud of. So, so I'm most proud of the outcomes associated with our rising <laughs> leaders, and I'm also most proud of our partnership with AAPD and the growth of the Disability Equality Index because I think it's a tool, I know it's a tool, that's helping business become more inclusive of people with disabilities. And that's power. That's opening doors. Yeah, and I want to send a special shout-out to the new chair of AAPD, uh, Ted Kennedy, Jr. Wow, what an honor to have him. And, of course, Helena Berger, our CEO, is just awesome. And I love this partnership, Joe. I love it. You know, I think it's a great partnership, and I think it benefits both entities, and I believe it will just continue to grow as time moves on. I couldn't agree with you more. We're, you know, we're so excited that Teddy Kennedy Jr. is the new chair of AAPD, and uh, it's just such an honor to work with Helena, to work with uh, Teddy Kennedy Jr. to work with the co-chair of, of our Disability Equality Index, um, David Casey from CVS Health, and, and our board chair, Jenny LaFleury, to really work to, to raise the bar um, and to advance the work of the Disability Equality Index so that more people with disabilities have opportunity, economic power. That's freedom. That is freedom. And speaking of the chair, so your past chair, Steve Pemberton, correct? Yes. From Walgreens. A fabulous chair that did so many great things to help bring us to where we are now. And our current chair, yeah, our our current chair is Jenny Leigh Fleury, another another great leader. Very, very fortunate. Um, Steve is the Global Chief Diversity Officer at Walgreens Boots Alliance. And again, Jenny's the Chief Accessibility Officer at Microsoft. And together, they have, they have, you know, helped us really raise 
the profile, visibility, and, and stature of, of the programs at the USBLN. So it, it's been a true honor to work with business leaders like Steve and Jenny. And who can, you know, Jenny's our current chair, Steve's our past chair, but he's still on our board. So um, very grateful. And uh, I want to thank Jenny because she arranged while I was in South Korea, uh, for one of her members to join with me at the ambassador's residence with uh, other business leaders from South Korea because we're going to work together and put together a group and we're going to work together on how we can create uh, more employment for some, when I say more, I should say employment for people with disabilities uh, in South Korea. So thank you for that very much, Jenny. Well, Jill, what message do you want to leave with our listeners today? I would say that the time is now. If you're a young person with a disability, believe in yourself. The sky is the limit. You know, get out there and educate yourself and get involved. We're here at the USBLN through the Rising Leaders Program. Reach out to us, usbln.org. If you're a business owner with a disability, reach out to us. Find out about how certification can help you scale your business. If you're a business and you're looking to be more inclusive, and you don't know where to start, don't worry. Look no further. Come join us with the usbln.org because the time is now. Don't waste your time getting ready. Take the first step. Join us in Orlando, August 21st through the 24th. For more information, www.usbln.conference.org. Wow, I couldn't think of a better message there, Jill. First of all, Jill, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Joyce Bender, for for the opportunity to be with you, and thank you for the opportunity to work together. Yeah, well, it is my pleasure because uh, I I can say that the USBLN is good. It's good and it's going to be even greater. It is doing so much right now. I mean, what a great conference. So if you're listening, better get on it. I like what Jill said. Don't think about it. Do it. Which brings me, by the way, to this quote today. We end every show with a quote. And when Steve Pemberton served as chair, one day he was talking and he quoted Gandhi. And it just fits what Jill said right now. And that is, if there is no action, there is no result. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.